The Feywild is a land of soft lights and wonder, a place of music, a place of death, a realm of everlasting twilight where deliciously tempered breezes send fat fireflies bobbing through fields and forests. The Witchlight Carnival can get you there. Move quickly if you find it, adventurer, for the eight-year tour is nearly at an end. Something is wrong in the Feywild. A place known as Presphere is under the influence of something else. Restore to right all that has been made wrong. Become the hero you long to be, adventurer. And trust in this. The Witchlight Carnival is so much more than you realize. Welcome to Wizards and Wine, the wild beyond the Witchlight, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. So be it. Whoa, did it always have a double check mark for expertise? Have I just never had expertise ever? I don't. Um, well, yeah, there's expertise, and then I think if you have two check marks, you you've got double proficiency in it. Does that sound like a thing? Yeah, I have. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you can have or double what? proficiency. Yeah. We'll check Especially if you're like roguish. Captions are unreal. Roguish. That's, that's my first time. It's awesome. Yeah, rogues oh, are dope. I, I, I find it so hard to believe that you haven't uh, played a rogue before. It's crazy to me. No, I just play clerics. I know. Why, though? <laughs> this is the first time I'm playing a. It's so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Where's this rose? Okay. If I'm adding the rose, sorry. Yep. Is there a specific, I can't remember what it was called. Do you guys remember? Um, uh, I wrote it down. I think you had I the, thought the I, did too. I thought you had the white had rose, me. Janet. Apple had white. Yeah, yeah. I think I oh. Rain had black. Yeah, I've got the, yeah, chromatic rose black. Yeah. Uh, apples was coal damage. Leem is poison. Was it a yeah, thing you guys... Yeah, stinky rose. <laughs> <laughs> Rains was acid. Was it a thing well, that you guys were cold, able to find? Then in... it's frost. Yeah, it's white. Yeah. Was Thanks. it a thing you guys were able to find in D&D Beyond, or uh, did you have to... Yep, like, I just it found it here. Yep. Oh, sweet. I just added mine manually. Nice. Okay. Oh, right, because okay. I have all the content sharing on there, so everything should be available for you. Okay, uh, enough about that. Let us get into today's adventure uh and by getting into today's adventure i mean let's get a recap uh from what happened uh roughly a month ago the last time that we sat down to play i'm going to turn it over uh to aaron and uh christine if there is a hole please feel free to jump in and uh, add some information in there yeah you're gonna have to do that probably uh okay so this is what i have written down uh jumped us so we jumped them and i killed one whoops we got a snail out of it. <laughs> then it just says, <laughs> all in different lines, be nice, don't steal. Uh, give gifts back if someone gives a gift. Uh, found a geyser and a well. I asked the geyser to stop and it did. And after that, a weird yelling man. <laughs> a, oh, that's not what it says. Oh, after that, a weird wellman yelled at us to give back a weird magnet or something. I think I blanked on that part. <laughs> oh, the wig. I can't remember. <laughs> can't remember at all. We found a fairy dragon, which is cool. 
named Tolliver, I think, who was stuck in a cage, and he asked us to let him out. We saved him, and but now we gotta go through some frogs to get to a swamp house <laughs> with a big bad witch. Uh, Igwilv's cauldron trapped Zablina in her palace. We're gonna free this guy by going to the hill. That's all I have. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's pretty much all of it. That is that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, we had uh, the snail's name is Dave. Right. And uh, he's pushing us on a raft that we found on the way to. Um, right, because it flooded. Hill thing. Tell me, hill. Yes. Because um, it uh, the because uh, the reason why uh, well you guys found the raft which is super handy because what happens all around uh, hither is there are these wells uh, you'll see them on the map uh, there's one actually right at the bottom of Telemy Hill anyway what happens is uh, kind of like Old Faithful these things will just become a geyser of water and when they erupt it causes the water level in the entire area. Uh, to rise a little bit. So you guys now have this uh, raft that you're able to stand on so you're not going to have to slug through the mud and all of that kind of stuff. So it's not going to slow your progress. Um, Having the snail is just a happy... um, a happy advantage that you guys have. So uh, when you guys are on the raft and the water is high, you're going to have the movement speed of the giant snail, which, as you recall, is comically fast. (laughs) <laughs> yes. yeah. um, yep. So right now, as as it stands, uh, the water level is going back down. So um, you, know, you may have been traveling at, you know, giant snail spe- speed for like maybe, I don't know. Like a little motorboat? Yeah, okay. like, like exactly. Uh, you know, <laughs> traveling at that speed style. for a couple of minutes. And then uh, as the water level starts to go back down again, uh, it does start to slow down. Um, but another thing that I promised you guys was once you arrived at Tellamy Hill, uh, you do get an opportunity to take a... Well, did we agree on a short rest or a long rest? I can't remember. So you guys tell me what you'd rather. Cypress is good uh, right now, so I don't know about the others. Do a short rest. Yeah, I'm good. But yeah, I'm, I down to, I'm down to a third of my hit points. Okay, so oh, you... Oh, yeah. got whacked pretty hard now. Yeah, she, she did. Uh, so you need a long rest. Okay, well, let's yeah. just take the long rest. So uh, go for it. We're going to place you guys off of the raft, just on the very bottom of the hill. Uh, so you still are able to find, like, a nice flat area. A little skirt. Yeah, out of the swamp uh, to be able to set up a campfire and uh, your little tents and, and all of that kind of stuff. Yes, let me get your tokens back down here. There is cypress. Here comes apple. Apple. And there is rain. Beautiful. All right. Um, so one thing that is definitely noticeable, because right now you guys are, perhaps you're even getting a little accustomed to the stank of this swampy area. If you remember when you guys first showed up uh, back on the Queensway Causeway, it was quite smelly. You know, it's rotting plants and dead animals and stagnant water. Just a bunch of really right. terrible yeah. smells. Um, but as you guys approach Telemi Hill, you started to get the smell of sweet, ripe fruit, which has been, quite frankly, a very welcome break uh, from the smell of that swamp. Um, as you approach, you do see that the hill is covered in damp, downy, silver green moss. 
and they're just blankets of this moss that go uh, on this gentle upward slope of the hill before giving way to this craggy ridge that marks the top of the hill. Dozens of enormous willow trees dot the hillside as well, swaying as though in a breeze, despite the fact that the air is very, very still. Um, But with this sweet smell, you guys are feeling very comfortable, perhaps, very happy to be on the hill. You set up camp. I don't know if you guys want to RP any of your camp time. Do you have anything you, you guys need to talk about among each other? I don't think so. How cool our snail is. Uh, yeah, I mean, please have just, that. Go for I it. I could talk ad nauseum about snail. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, snails don't have, like, does this guy maybe have, like, fur at all? Like, fur we can brush. I know snails normally don't, but maybe he does. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't think so. I think it's just a snail. Yeah, I, hair. I, I, think snail. I think it's You'd be furry if you want to be regular old. Well, I'll give him a little scratch under. Or is he too? Is he too big? No, no. I'll he'll he'll duck his he'll he'll stretch his neck out so you're able to to give him a little. Ew, but he's all too. slimy. It would just be like raking your fingers through like a bunch of slime, right? No, oh, oh hush. No, yeah, you're right. Actually, it's you know gross. what though, very moisturizing for bunny fur so it's good for you yeah it's it's kind of a win for you i mean it's gross it's good for you mentally too kind of a win yeah Yeah, of course uh we can say though that this snail is quite young and for the sake of this argument that we're having about the furry level of a snail which is uh normally zero um you know how young deer when they first get their antlers they're covered in that velvet on yes. their antlers. Yeah. We can say that he still it's has so a few cute. like patches of that on his shell. Because he's a baby. Because, yeah, we can say that he is quite young and perhaps um, in his rebellious teenage years, which is why he was giving those other herringons such a hard time, aside from them being cruel beasts towards him, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, man. Remember those toys that were like hard toys they're usually of like bears with short fur you know <laughs> yes. and they were like pink and blue yep i remember them that's, well that's how i pictured this snail now that's fair <laughs> that works kind of fuzzy mm-hmm. that'll work uh so go ahead oh sorry go ahead christine uh well after uh speaking with sir tolliver uh cypress has this idea and she approaches the the snail after uh setting down sir tolliver somewhere safe um <clears throat> It's like she gets all uh, puffed up and thank you for your efforts. Uh, I hereby knight you, Sir Dave of the Witchlight Carnival. Thank you for <laughs> helping to get us this far. I love uh, it so much. I clap. Lean right? claps. Dave the Snail. Sorry, Sir Dave the Snail. Um, yeah, sir. Yeah, <laughs> please. Uh, yes, be absolutely like bows his head understands uh what what is going on what is happening uh is thrilled if snail i don't think snails make noise i don't at least i've never heard it before um but uh his uh his little eye you know the stretchy eye socket things that the snails have um yeah 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 that's the one um they kind of like they kind of like wave back and forth like he's very excited like a dog would wag its tail sort of except not quite that. Oh my God, so cute. Right? Yay, congratulations. Yeah, he's, uh, he's- Dave, Sir Dave. Sir Dave, yeah, he's very clearly thrilled and uh, maybe even looks towards Sir Tulliver a little bit and uh, 
I know, again, snails don't make noise, but he does kind of chuff a little bit the same way that like, a horse would, like just kind of like with his mouth. Yeah. Um, exhaust of air. He, exactly. Yeah. Just kind of being like, hmm, we're all sirs around here, aren't we? Hmm. Suddenly you're not so impressive. Hmm. And uh, that's just some of the, <laughs> the attitude now coming off of Sir Dave, the giant snail. All right. Not so- in satisfaction. She goes to set up camp. <laughs> Beautiful. What's this weird moss like again? It's all like silvery and pretty. Yeah, it is. It's it's really stunning. It's very very soft. Um, it it still it has that same sweet smell that you've been smelling on the air. So it's not stinky at all. It doesn't even smell like dirt. It just smells delicious. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, you can say it's, you can say it smells like green apples if you want when you lay in it. Uh, and every oh, time you move, delicious. you know um, the. I can't remember which laundry detergent it is, but uh, when you move in it, it's supposed to like release little scent bubbles. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up in my head, but basically. Oh, no, there's so, such a thing. Yeah. I just yeah. Can't, what is it? That's yeah. Or release or something. Yeah. Something like that. Something that is terrible for people who have scent allergies. That's for sure. Totally. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, as you guys lay uh, onto the moss every time you move a little bit like a a little waft of that sweet smell comes up from the ground so it's uh it's like the hill knows the place stinks (laughs) (laughs) it's got its own Uh, little so yeah that was a sleight of hand check so if anyone can passive perception is above that definitely notice that cypress tried to eat some of the moss (laughs) um well i can tell you right now that apple and rain both notice just as they exist they yeah. both have passive perceptions a little bit higher than that so uh, like, like she sets her head down you know and just kind you of you just did you just try the moss what no that's very dangerous <laughs> and then i start i put my little hands on my hips i'm like i am an alchemist this is that i am trained in this stuff you never just taste anything without checking and then I, do I have like a spell book or anything like, not a spell book, like a, like recipe book for my alchemy stuff? I would assume that you do. If not, you definitely do now. It is something that you should have. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little mini one. And I pull it out and I start like, you know, licking my fingers and, sw- and like, Cypress is like quickly on her going ready through. Holding. <laughs> oh no. I'm like, I'm going through the pages quickly. I'm like, moss, 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 moss. Ah, there it is. Never try moss. No checking with, <laughs> checking with an expert first. And I shake my head like a grandmother. Are you okay? <laughs> Mouth feels funny. Doesn't taste that. Yeah. Good. It's giggling because she knows that that is not what that book says. I that was just too. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was just bullshitting. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just know. wanted to be a know-it-all. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I just look, I looked at it. Yes. Yeah. Getting scolded. I, I wiggle my eyebrows and grin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're lucky. I'll be careful next time. Yeah, you're lucky I'm not in the mood to uh, RP some psychedelic right now, but. Uh... <laughs> oh my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what that's worth, but. Well, let's let's do a con check first. Okay, let's do it. I have a number in my head. It'd be saving throw, saving throw. Saving throw, right. yeah. Okay, yeah, you're a five. <laughs> a 25 definitely beat, deep beat. So how's, uh, how's Cypress feeling? Ashamed? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it smells nice. I'm so mean. 
<laughs> can I give can I give you like a little lavender thing to help your your tummy? If it, my tummy feels fine, just taste weird. Well, this will this will taste better. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> my favorite. Anything else you guys need to do or take care of uh, before you lay down for your eight-hour rest? Early, I was running around naked because I didn't equip my clothes. Oh, dear. <laughs> this explains a lot that yeah, happened. Yeah, I guess I was, too. Yeah, dear. Just, I just did there. Oh, my. Okay. <clears throat> so everyone is now fully clothed, and, uh, yes. you know, your, your little bed rolls are all laid out nice and close to the campfire, so you stay nice and warm. Uh, the, uh, the air is still quite still, but every once in a while you do hear, uh, like the, the breeze that you were seeing through the willow trees. Like you, you hear those leaves rustling in the breeze as you kind of go through your night. It's not the most restful of sleeps, mostly because you guys came from the chaos and the noise that was the witch-like carnival just a few hours ago. Um, and now you're here on the side of Telemi Hill and it's it's quiet the only thing you're hearing is the occasional like chirp from a frog uh the occasion occasional chirp from a, a cricket um you know the sound of those leaves every once in a while rustling on the side of the hill that kind of stuff um you know and that would probably be enough to kind of jar you awake every once in a while in your sleep but you do get your full eight hours so if you haven't yet please go ahead and uh Take your long rest. Hit that long rest button. Right, done. I did my color. And who's the first to wake up in the morning? Uh, I have no idea. You want to roll for it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Everybody, roll a d twenty for me. I set my dice. Oh, no, it didn't. Okay. Uh, so, Apple, you're the first to wake up in the morning. You actually really... I'm, I'm just deciding this for your character. I apologize. Uh, but to you, you yeah. like to be awake before everybody else in the morning. It just gives you a chance to to center so like me in real life right like you just get an opportunity to center your little bunny self and get yourself ready for the day um maybe you start putting together uh, some breakfast for everyone you do a little bit of foraging and you find some things that are familiar enough that you feel comfortable adding them to like a morning stew or if you have bread that you want right. to cut up with it whatever all that kind of stuff i'll go to shoot a rabbit yeah <laughs> um, awkward but as you come back to where everybody is is sleeping like you didn't wander that far away from the camp where everybody is but you know you you got a you know kind of a, a meandered away a little bit and then as you come back there are three trees standing closer to everyone and you're pretty sure that they weren't there before oh no no do i get lost you're not lost yeah every everybody is still there everybody is still you know asleep um, Cyprus uh, has a little bit of moss now growing on one of her horns mm. um, and uh, <laughs> so that could be a side effect of eating the moss who knows uh, but there's yeah. a little bit now that seems to be stuck to one of her horns um, and 
you know, you kind of busy yourself around the fire and, and you know, getting the fire going enough to cook on and, and all of that kind of stuff. And you hear the leaves rustling through the trees again. Give me a perception check. This time, accompanying the sound of those leaves rustling, you hear like a thump, and then you hear a second thump, and then you hear a third thump. thump. And you turn around to look over your shoulder again, and those three willow trees are now clearly closer to the camp than they were the last time you noticed them. Hello, good sir. Can I help you? And in a a very, like, airy, uh, breezy kind of low-pitched voice, um, you hear, Hello. Welcome to Tellamy Hill. Well, thank you. Sorry, are you a friendly tree? Do I need to get out my sickle? Um... I don't think so. Most trees around here are quite friendly. Unless we have reason not to be. Can I ask how long you intend to stay? No, you're a slow talker. Um... Well, we're just passing through. I mean, I don't know. I'm with my my companions here, and we, we were just having a rest. Um, we weren't going to stay too long, but we were going to explore Tellamy Hill. Is is that okay? Yes. Of course. It would. All right. Be great. If you checked on our friend, they live at the top of the hill. And they were recently set upon by brigands. And they haven't left their cave in a long time. They must be Hungry, at least. We are worried. Are are these friends of yours? Are they trees, or is this is this a, a creature? Yes. Their name is Jingle, Jangle. Sorry, jingle, jingle, jangle. Jingle, jangle. Yeah, jingle, jangle. <laughs> it's it's killing me to talk that slow. Oh my god. Okay. Um, yes. They talk like okay. Captain Kirk. Right. Right. I'm, so I'm not laughing at you, tree. Sorry, and I didn't catch your name, tree. Tree works fine for now. Okay. Oh. I'm I'm Apple Mooncake. Say that three times fast. Hello. <laughs> Apple Mooncake. Hello, it's very nice to meet you. Can I can I shake your branch? 
and one of the branches from like close to the top of the tree kind of comes down and the leaves at the very end work like a hand for four leaves and a thumb and they wrap Wait, around. Wait, that's cute. Yeah, they they wrap around your your tiny little paw. And there's <gasps> there's like there's like a small very subtle like shift in the leaves so it's like the 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 branch comes down and up a couple of times like actually shaking. Burr, burr, burr. Wait, that's really cute. Well, it's nice to meet you, tree. And what is your There's a second tree, right? There's three of them, yeah. Oh, and what are your uh, are your friends here? Are they friendly? We don't have to worry about you all, do we? Not unless you have bad intentions. Oh no, absolutely not. My towards friends and I were, were just on or towards on a, jingle on jangle. A... Sorry. <laughs> Hour later, I'm <laughs> nothing. Do not worry about it. Who? No, don't oh, yeah, you? No, you're not allowed to eavesdrop. Get out of here. Who? Never mind. <laughs> jingle jangle. So, so can I ask a question about Jingle Jangle? Yes, a perfectly respectable name, of course. Um, well, who are we looking for? Who is Jingle Jangle? What what sort of creature? Jingle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jingle Jangle is very friendly to all. And she collects keys and talks about them all the time. Sounds great. Cool. She wears a coat and she attaches her favorite keys to her coat so she doesn't lose them. And when she walks she jingle jangles. For God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So Apple Mooncake is very serious at this point. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, so am I looking for a humanoid creature or somebody that looks like me? <laughs> or just a coat with like lots of jingling? She has green-ish skin and she is what we understand to be goblin. Okay, goblin. All right. I, uh, well, I'll, I'll let my, f my friends know here and we'll head up to the hill. You said it's at the top? Yes, there is a cave at the very top, and that is where she sleeps. Okay, and how do we get into the 
cave if we follow the path. Yes, the path is very narrow. And you must stay on the path. And what happens if we don't? Other trees will put you back on the path. Okay. And are these trees dangerous? Not really. Not really. Oh, okay. This is all very ambiguous. It's fantastic. So I start, I, can I just start waking everyone up, guys? Help me out over here. Come on. I got a talking tree. Five more okay. minutes. But I got a talking tree. We gotta go find somebody named Jingle Jangle. It's a lot, man. Did I eat some of that moss? What's happening? Jingle Jangle at the top of the mountain. Hill? Yep. It's not a mountain. Yep. Sir, yep. Classic. Taller, isn't that the person who has your key? So tall over? There is no reply from Sir Tolliver. That wakes oh. her up, right? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Tolliver? Start looking around. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you set something down in the grass and the, when you lift it up, the print of that thing is still in the grass. Impression. Impression, cool. thank you. Uh, there's still an impression of the bottom of his cage in the moss beside where Cypress was sleeping, uh, but that space is now vacant. Guys, whoops. They're taller than missing. Stop laughing. Oops. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we lost him. Anyone have locate? Objects. Your <laughs> locate object. That word too. Yeah. Oh wait, I might. I don't have that. I'm, I also I might not. Nice. Cypress has no skills, but she's gonna start looking for uh, tracks. Okay. Let's do it. No problem. Uh, yeah. Give me, Would give me a nature check. Comes across a, what is it? The um, <laughs> the tree uh, tracks. So right. Uh, 17. Yeah. Aside from uh, where you see that the trees have moved from, which is weird because it sounds like when they do move, it almost sounds like they hop, um, but it's very clearly like a straight like stream that they've kind of, a, a path that they've kind of carved through the, the moss. Other than that, there's no real tracks. There's nothing obvious. I do have locate object, by the way. Okay. My tie. My tie nice. try. Yeah. My tie. cage, yeah. All right. So, shall I read out the description? Yes, please do. So, locate object. I cast that, and I describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You sense the direction to the object's location as long as that object is within 1,000 feet of you. If the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. The spell can locate a specific object known to you as long as you have seen it up close within 30 feet at least once. Alternatively, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a certain kind of apparel, jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. This spell can't locate an object if any thickness of 
lead, even a thin sheet blocks a direct path within, with you and the object. Okay. Required materials, a forked twig. Oddly enough, there are plenty of forked twigs around, uh, mostly because of the willowy branches kind of snapping off. Because, I mean, these trees, while they talk very slow, um, when they move, they mean it. And sometimes it causes a little twig to kind of snap off a little bit. But So you have no trouble finding the forked twig. And as you uh, sit down to start working on the spell, I imagine you sit down cross-legged, you know, yoga, you know, yep. middle finger to the thumb on each knee. Yep. Ears pointed straight up to the sky. Correct. Little bunny nose twitching. So like cute. You're standing off to the side, looking very anxious. Right. Um, other night. You sense that Sir Tulliver and the cage are back at the slanty tower. Oh. And I tell everyone. So where, how, where's the slanty tower from us? Oh, that's far, isn't it? It's where you guys originally found him, yeah. And it's like a big walk from there? It was, it was a bit of a distance, yeah. Plus the raft. Plus the raft, yeah. Okay, well, I tell everyone. The key, right? Yeah, we can just get the key, I guess, and then bring it back to him. Yeah, message, you got the message spell? <laughs> I think handy. I might, actually. That'd be handy, too. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's look here. Guide the message, but well, that might be a wizard spell or like a bard spell or something, or magic y. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever been a cleric. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, no, I'm not seeing. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. And it's cleric, right? That can change their spells after every long rest. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, uh, Janet, don't forget that. That's a huge part oh, of. Oh, uh, you know what? I don't class. think I knew that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, uh, don't change it for message right now if that nope. is an option for no, you. No, no, of but, course. Um, you know, that that is a thing that you can do. So, if you uh, come across a spell that you think would be super handy, uh, just kind of make a note of it, and then after your next long rest, you can change your spell list. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Easier to do in D D Beyond. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm not sure about Foundry. Yeah. What's that? Sorry. I'm not sure how easy it is to switch it out in Foundry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I'll do it. In, yeah. I haven't tried it yet. Okay. Um. All right. Well, Jingle Jangle's the tree's friend, right? Yeah. We also need the key, so we check on her. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go Back find Jingle Jangle. So you guys uh, travel up the, the winding path. No trouble. Unless any of you attempt to come off of the path. Do any of you try that? No, but Cypress probably no. like periodically waves and says hello to the trees that she passes. Everyone that hello. you wave at and say hello to waves back. Oh, hello. That's adorable. Every single one. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so friendly. Hello. How are you? We are good. We are trees. Hello. Um, okay, so, um, you know, after a little bit of travel, I'm, you know, not very long, maybe an hour at most, uh, you guys get to the top of Telemi Hill. And what you see is a cave entrance, and it's shaped, of course, like a giant keyhole. Yep, makes sense. Yep. And um, 
Worn stone steps lean down into what feels like a cellar. It's chilly in here, and you can smell the subtle scent of iron in the air. From a distant spot within the chamber, sputtering candles illuminate a multitude of keys dangling from taut strings that crisscross the walls. Hundreds of other keys uh, lie strewn across the dirt floor. As you take in the scene, you hear the sound of keys jingling as a goblin emerges from the dimness. She wears a coat lined with metal keys and carries a flail that has padlocks for heads. She smiles a bit and asks, God, I don't have a voice for Jingle Jangle. She asks, How might Jingle Jangle unlock a bit of happiness in your lives today? Hello there, Jingle Jangle. Hello, uh, we need friends. A per- per- we need a particular key. A particular key? Oh, I have lots of keys. Jingle Jangle has lots of keys. Are you able to help us figure out which key we might need? Jingle Jangle should be able to help. Yes. The trees okay. were worried for you, too. They said you hadn't come out for a while. Jingle Jangle was digging for truffles in the swamp when a bunch of herringons leapt out from behind some reeds and some shrubs, and they took Jingle Jangle's truffles and threw Jingle Jangle down in the mud and then whacked Jingle Jangle with wooden clubs. Jingle Jangle My is, goodness. Jingle Jangle is sad. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Jingle Jangle is okay now. You Would you say you were jumped? Definitely. Get it? Because they're rabbits? Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. Okay. <laughs> That's all I get. Jingle Jangle needs to know what kind of luck the key is for. Okay, this big held a purple uh, dragon, fairy dragon in it. What was... I'm sorry, I'm still talking like the trees. <laughs> Um, what kind of metal was the cage made out of that makes a difference I don't know but I thought maybe Mm. I do not have anything well what if it was can we just have one of each we'll just bring them back (laughs) I'm gonna roll to see if I remember yeah good call it was just the morning before Yeah. roll for memory I was carrying him around. <laughs> <laughs> Minus one. Uh, okay, so a 12. Uh, it, it is enough. It's fine. Um, the cage that Sir Tolliver is locked in is silver. I was way off. <laughs> okay. It was silver. But yay big. With the weird door on it like this. Like kind of like- mimic the, the size and the shape and where the door was and how large the, the lock was. Jingle Jangle remembers. Good. Jingle Jangle can help with the... Oh my god, I'm still talking like the trees. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, Jingle Jangle remembers, and Jingle Jangle can help. That would be fantastic if you could help. Yes. And then, can we help you get down to your friends? The trees are worried. Yes, but because Telemi Hill has all of the trees, Jingle Jangle feels safe. Maybe a little hungry, 
but Jingle Jangle feels safe. And I, <laughs> I pull out the fancy cupcake I won the one at the eating contest. <laughs> and I offer it to her. Oh my god! Okay, hang on a second. I gotta find out what the cupcake. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I don't know what it does because it was when yeah. we decided that we wouldn't find out. Absolutely. Yeah. We're okay. Just. <laughs> so you hand the cupcake to Jingle Jangle. Yes, she does. All right. I won this earlier. You can have it if you're hungry. And Jingle Jangle uh, takes a second and really looks at you. Really, like, kind of takes you in. And suddenly Hello. bows at the waist and says, Your Majesty, Jingle Jangle did not realize. Jingle Jangle asks for forgiveness. <laughs> kind of pauses and like, It's all right, you're forgiven. <laughs> you want the cupcake? Oh, Jingle Jangle would really like the cupcake. I offered it to her. She <laughs> she takes it and she eats it hungrily. And within 30 seconds, she vanishes. Uh-oh. Nice. She's completed her life's mission, eating a delicious cupcake. <laughs> That's exactly uh. mine, too. Um, life. The, the cupcake functions like a potion of invisibility. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Wee. Hey. Uh-oh. Hey. I don't think that cupcake was normal. Hey. <laughs> just give me a second. I just need to double check on how long the effect lasts. I feel like it's an hour, but it we might be. Still giving it. Though. But it might be something crazy like eight. So just give me a but you're giving it to Jingle Jangle? Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know oh, what it is. Oh, oh, this is going to be... Oh, crap. Does that mean all of her keys? The invisibility... Mm, usually one hour if it's a po- like a potion of invisibility. Yeah. Yeah, invisible for one hour. Anything you wear or carry is invisible with you. Uh, the effect ends early. Okay, no problem. Oh, how does it, <laughs> how does it end early? The effect... Ends early you if you attack or cast a spell. Okay, no problem. So, so if she whacks someone. Right. With her cast- flail that has a padlocks attached to it. How badass does that sound, right? That's so awesome. Right? <laughs> okay. Cypress is jealous, by the way. She vanishes in front of you. You all have your, your moment of surprise. Miss Jingle Jangle. And... What the heck? <laughs> Jingle Jangle is here? You can't see Jingle Jangle? No. no. <laughs> where, where are you? <laughs> and like, one of the strings of keys over on like a far wall jingles a little bit. Over here. Oh. Oh, Jingle Jangle. I guess that was so cute. Cupcake. <laughs> and you see, and you see uh, like keys start to slide back and forth on the string. And Jingle Jangle is like, Jingle Jangle knows it's here. Jingle Jangle put it safe. Jingle Jangle made sure. Jingle Jangle. Oh, silly Jingle Jangle. And out of nowhere, a ring, a ring, a key lands uh, directly at your feet. Oh, thank you. That is the right key for the cage. And it's- Thank you, Jingle Jangle. It's better that you have it than those long-eared brigands 
First they stole Jingle Jangle's truffles. Now they'll want Jingle Jangle's keys. Someone ought to give them a good shakedown so they know what it feels like. Oh, we will. Did have a giant snail with them? They did. Looked like that one, and you point to Sir Dave. And there's, like, as she peeks out and looks down the hill to where Sir Dave is, Sir Dave, like, waves with one of his antenna, and... I wave back at him. And she, she, well, you can't really see her, but uh, you see the footprints. Yeah. Uh, they kind of, like, you know how uh, when people are rushing backwards, uh, the, the footprints aren't clear. They're all just kind of, like, they kick up dust, and it's all just, yeah. like, a, a mess and a scurry. That's That's what you see. Jingle Jangle, is it like that one? Yes. They're dealt with. They are? Yeah, they tried to take our memories, and I didn't like how they were treating Sir Dave. Sir Dave? Yes, he's knighted. Oh. Snail. Your Majesty. Um, can I give you another piece of information since you already took care of the bad guys? All right. Jingle Jingle Jangle wants you to know about a guide who could be very, very helpful. His name is very, very helpful. His name is Clapperclaw. Yeah, his name is Clapperclaw. (laughs) (laughs) He has a crab. He has pincher claws. And he's a scarecrow. But they know they know their way around downfall. And they even know how to get to Tither, which is the next place. And it's ruled by Granny Nightshade. Okay. And what's uh, Granny Nightshade like? Scary. Just like, oh. just like Slatjaw Lorna, who's here for this place. She rules Hither, and she's a bad lady. So there's Hither and Tither. Interesting. So can we see you now, or are you still... Invisible. Oh, she would still be invisible. You just see, you just see like footprints kind of like scurrying all over, and she's like methodically going through and um, making sure that all of the keys are like spaced equally apart on all of the strings that are all over the walls. Imagine she still like jingle jangles as she, she walks because it's just invisibility, so all the keys and stuff on her, yeah, would still like it'd be like disadvantage or would be canceled out because if she did, right. still check. yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. right, yeah. Um, would you like us to take you down to the, uh, to your friends, or are you going to stay up here? No, Jingle Jangle has a full belly now. Thank you for the cupcake. Jingle Jangle is going to stay here with keys for a while longer. Jingle Jangle okay. feels safe. Okay, well, well I think we'll take your lead. All right. <gasps> Jingle Jangle almost forgot. Jingle Jangle has more to say. Oh, please. Okay. So, those bad bunnies... They're, they're and the, I look offended. <laughs> right? Their leader is called Agden Longscarf. And he Agden? wears... Agden Longscarf. He wears a bright Long? blue scarf. Uh-huh. And he moves fast as lightning. Fast, fast, fast. Bet you he has... Okay, well, I can also go fast. I bet you he has Jingle Jangle's truffles. Would you like your truffles back? Jingle Jangle worked hard for those truffles. <laughs> Just imagine her pouting. Absolutely. Like the biggest pout. Oh, where, do, do you know where he ha- hangs out, uh, hides out? Well, see, um, back before, before 
before Bevlorna came here, he was held captive in a tree. And something has happened. And now that Bavlorna is here, the tree, it doesn't, it fell over. And then they made um, a, like a, a, a causeway made out of wood. And um, so he still stays though uh, by a big, sw- a big stump in the swamp. And you can find him there. They call it the Brigand Tollway. Okay, so by swamp. We all around swamps though? Yeah. Yeah, but this is like, it's like, it's more like a bog area in the swamp. Big stump. I remember seeing that off the bridge. Yeah. Big, big, big. Like 80 feet wide. Big stump. Okay. Well, I think we shall take our leave of you now that you have provided us with our keys. We'll try to get the truffles back. Thank you. Yes. And thank you for the cupcake. It was delicious. You're welcome. Sorry for Enjoy the side effects. Side effects? What do you mean side effects? The not there thing. What? It's like kind of like wave in your general direction. And she, she looks down and can't see her hands. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she screams. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. I think it'll be temporary. Like, Where is Jingle Jangle? <laughs> Oh, you're still there. You just we can't see you. Oh. Or you either. Jiggle Jangle is here. very confused. Here, here. Okay. I walk up too. and I just like go ahead and bonk me. Bonk you. <laughs> yep. All right. So <laughs> you have my permission to bonk me. Okay. Bonk me. Does a twelve hit? Oh, sorry. I rolled this apple man- mooncake. Does a twenty-one hit? <laughs> <laughs> Apple's it not going to hit yeah, right. jangle. Uh, so, it does. yeah, it's like, it's supposed to be like seven damage is the average. I'm going to say it takes like two hit points off here because it's just like a slap. Okay. Yeah. And she like flickers back into, you know, proper vision. And she goes, oh, there's Jingle Jangle. <sighs> All better. Jingle, jingle Jangle was worried. All right, so you guys are um, going to uh, head back down the hill. You guys definitely did a service for Jingle Jangle. You have definitely uh, kind of turned her mood around. You've made her very happy. You've helped her out. You've lifted her spirits. And all of, all of Telemi Hill, as a collective, is delighted. So as you're walking back down that exact same pathway, all of the trees that are on Telemi Hill have all moved around and they're they've lined up following the path and as you walk by them the trees all are dancing happily oh cute they're like and um as you get to the bottom of the pathway the very last tree um presumably the one that apple spoke to that morning apple when you walk by it um a key kind of drops out of its branches and a branch comes down and continues to kind of bat it towards you. And uh, the tree just says, take this. It might be helpful later. Thank you. Do you do you know what this key is for? 
Can't say for sure, but I think you will need it. Okay. We'll take your word for it. And the <laughs> the the branch comes out and kind of does like the you know, like the fist on top of a fist and then fist bump and then peace sign. <laughs> it's like bump 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 right. bump. <laughs> yeah, he is a rap god. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. A weird tree. Such a weird tree. Yeah. Just before leaving, uh, Cypress is going to like shout to bye trees. And like all of the trees turn around and they all wave at least one branch. And uh, all of the ones who are able to speak all say goodbye. And it's this, this weird chorus of just bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Is it like Bye. an elf where he leaves the he leaves uh, the North Pole and everybody's waving goodbye like the narwhal and stuff? Oh God, yeah, it would be right <laughs> along those lines. Yeah, it would be. Love it. it would be a whole scene. Yeah, yeah, just yep. a. You could easily do like a three minute cut scene of nothing but these trees waving and saying goodbye. Like it's it's a little bit ridiculous. So cute. Yeah. So cute. <clears throat> All right. <sighs> so funny. All right. Where would you like to head to next? Should we release uh, Sir Tolliver? Yeah, we should go to Tolliver. Defy Dibia. All right. So you're going to head back towards Sir Tolliver. Yep. yep. All right. Taking the raft with us. Okay. Cypress will carry the sucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no problem. Uh... Quick second. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, what do I need to roll here? I, as you guys are, are walking back through the swamp, um, I need you all to give me a wisdom. No, sorry, a survival check, please. This is going to be a group check, so I'm going to take all of your totals and then, you know, do this. That's unfortunate. Oh, dear. I have a minus one, so I got zero. <laughs> I got you. Is it survival? Yes. Yep. Adorable. We had a, a zero the last time we had to do a group check. It seems to me. Apple, just need your survival check, please. Didn't I do that? Nope. If you did oh, it, weird. I thought it. The last roll was from uh, when she accidentally uh, rolled on your behalf. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And jingle jingle was attacked. Yeah, no, you're okay. And a 20. There we go. Woo, we got a zero and we got a 20. Girls, <laughs> look out. All right. Quick math. <laughs> zero. <laughs> so as you guys are walking through the swamp, I mean, it's it's very much the same kind of situation that you guys were in before. Like it's uh, the the water rises, the water goes down, and when it's muddy, it's a little bit harder to walk through. But then the water comes through, and you all rise on the raft, and it uh, is super easy to to make really good time as you kind of skim across the surface of the water, especially with the help of Sir Dave. 
Um, however, as you make your way through the swamp this time, and Apple, I don't know why I keep rolling under your name. I apologize. You must have been the last one that I, uh, the last uh, token that I touched. Anyway, um, you guys start to notice something that you hadn't noticed when you arrived yesterday. And that is every once in a while, rising out of the swamp, there seems to be these bubbles that come up. They don't look like uh, soap bubbles. They just look, they're, they're not iridescent or anything like that. They're just kind of like dull orbs that float up. Some of them are cloudy. Some of them are not. Some of them are tiny. Some of them are big. Um, but as so you got- like those green things that were seen like up here? Uh, yeah, exactly. I was wondering what the stop bubbles were. Yeah, so that's what that is, yeah. <laughs> um, one of them actually bursts not far from where you guys are, are moving through. And... I'm going to bestow this upon you all. And I'm a little bit sorry, but it's also going to cause a little bit of a giggle. You all now have an incredibly annoying case of the hiccups. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> and in order to cast a spell for any of you cast uh, spell casters um, that has a verbal component to it, you're gonna have to uh, succeed on a DC 10 con check. And uh, you guys also, for the next little while, will have disadvantage on any stealth checks made to hide because you're going to be hiccuping and you won't be able to stop yourself. Uh -huh. So that's a thing that happens for the next little while. We All right. What, so what's the con check? It's a four? A DC 10 con check. trying to cast a spell. Yeah. With a verbal component. It's okay if it's uh, semantic or... Is it semantic? I feel like that's semantic. It's semantic verbal or, component. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Material. Yeah. Material verbal with your hands. Static. Yeah. So it's the part with your hands and the, and the material. If a spell is just those two things, then you're fine. But if it's, if you need, <laughs> need to so talk, verbal. Yeah, yeah. You're going to need to save a DC 10 con save. All right. So you guys are all now trying to figure out exactly what it was that you ate that has given you all the hiccups because it's all very strange that you all, all of a sudden, are hiccuping. Even Sir Dave uh, seems to be affected. Um, I don't know what a snail would smell like or smell like would sound like when it has the hiccups, but uh, <laughs> perhaps that his whole body would like ripple from head to tip to tip. Yeah, kind of like a dog when it does the shaky thing and it goes out when it hiccups. It would just kind of. Yes. Vibrate from head to tip. Yeah, that's perfect. I like that. We'll, we'll go with that. Uh, so every once in a while, you see that kind of uh, happen with Dave. And, um, sorry, Sir Dave. And when he when he does have a hiccup, um, it actually slows him down quite a bit. But then he the hiccup passes and he kind of scoots forward a little bit. And then he gets another hiccup and he slows down. And then he speeds up. So it's not so much that it interrupts any kind of voice because Dave doesn't really talk as far as you guys know. Um, but uh, his movement speed is uh, a little bit affected by it. But it is just a little bit. All right, so you guys continue uh, to try to make your way back towards the Slanty Tower, trying to figure out where on earth Sir Tolliver has gone. And as you approach the front of the tower, uh, where the brambles are, just underneath uh, where the doorway was, remember it's the, the way that the Slanty Tower slants, it slants kind of backwards, 
So that doorway is on the top side of the tower, and the part where Sir, T- Sir Tolliver was hanging was on the back side of the of the tower. Um, but as you get to the front where the door is, um, you notice two dead giant constrictor snakes at the foot of the tower. Spooky. Were those there before? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's always there. <laughs> Pick up. Yeah. Cypress puts down the raft and goes to inspect them. Um. Yeah, I'll take a look. Yeah. Um, these snakes were definitely like run through. Uh, there's uh, a few stab marks in them. Um, let me think what else, um, there would be, um, what else did they do to them? Sorry. I'm trying to remember, um, what Vegas had done to the the giant snakes. I can't remember if they cast spells on them or if they did was melee attacks. It was probably all melee attacks. Uh, so yeah, the, the snakes, one of them is like missing half of a head we'll say. And, um, there, there's knife wounds, dagger marks, that kind of stuff, um, on the bodies. They're dead. <laughs> Very dead. <laughs> um, so as you uh, inspect these bodies, uh, you uh, kind of look up to the top of the a slanty tower, and um, Sir Tolliver's cage is not there. Sir Tolliver. <laughs> Uh, give me a nature check. Nature? Fun fact, every one of my spells has a verbal thing to it, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, no. Yeah, just say it. Yeah. Sir Tolliver. <laughs> you wanted a what check? Uh, nature. Nature. nature? Yeah. Oh, dear. I guess this could be survival as well. Probably better is survival, <laughs> but. Four, okay. If it was survival, it's plus two to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Leem, even with your 17, um, it's not quite enough to discern all of these footprints. There's, like, footprints that turn into frog prints. Uh, there are footprints that turn into larger footprints. There are footprints that look like they tried to jump quite the distance, and, like, they're very far down into the muck. Um, it's hard to discern which way these footprints came in, which way they went out. Um, the clearest marks that you can see are uh, some footprints that go back towards Queen's Way, um, or at least seem like they've come from that direction. And as you guys are kind of trying to follow all of these tracks, the water level starts to rise and it is going to wash away any kind of footprints that you guys could see. I grab the raft. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I don't see <clears throat> I don't see Sir Tolliver. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I don't see him. Where could he have gone? <laughs> 
Well, and you do more magic. <laughs> Me? No. Locate object. <laughs> well, but he's not an object. Or the, the cage is the cage there? You said it was gone. The cage is not there. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that'll do it. Okay. Apple, do you have a available casting beyond the the DC then? I think so. What am I sorry, which one am I doing? Uh con save first. Yeah, you gotta do the con save first because you gotta be able to make it through casting the spell. You gotta be the DC ten. Uh before she tries, uh Cypress is gonna try to scare her, see if it breaks the hiccup thing. <laughs> Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> okay, so wait, let's really let's really set this because that's very funny. Um, Apple, what are you currently trying to do? And Cypress, what are you trying to do? I have no idea. What are we trying well, to do? I want to do it before she tries to cast the spell. So right. like as I see her getting the components ready, I'm just gonna kinda like behind me her and go no. moo. <laughs> oh Quick moo. A scary okay. moo. Yeah. yeah. A loud boo. Right. <clears throat> um, you know what? Give me a stealth check and we're gonna put it it's against a disadvantage. Yeah, and we're gonna put it against Apple's passive perception. A two. <laughs> you don't you don't even startle her. It doesn't even register. She's like in mama bear mode. She is trying to find out what has happened to Sir Tolliver. And gosh darn it, that is all of her focus right now. Can I try and spook? You still have hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of uh, course. Like as soon as she's finished doing the moo thing. Yeah. Yeah, I still have hiccups. Oh, it's it's <laughs> chainmail because of the oh the disadvantage because of the chainmail. That's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like kachink 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 <laughs> right. as she walks up. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> That's great. Well, and I can good. smell the moss too. Yes, that is on her moss. horn. Yeah, you have a, you have some moss growing on a horn. Um. Liam, if you want to reach up, you want to do the the scare tactic. Just give me. Your... Oh, if I have enough time, I don't know how much time it takes her to cast the spell. Well, she's very seriously going through her spell components right, right now. So, oh, is her eyes closed? <laughs> is that the whole thing? I, uh, I'm gonna try and do out? it, except I'm gonna go back. Yeah, make a bang sound. Yep. Uh, it's at disadvantage because of the hiccups. Because right? of the hiccups. Yep. Oh no! A thirteen. Oh. Uh, that does surprise Apple. Um, <clears throat> Whoa, Apple, you are startled. Ah. Oh, <laughs> do I have no? Do I have no hiccups suddenly? Uh, but you know what? You are cured. I have just decided Woo-hoo. you are cured of your hiccups, so you will be able to cast your spell. Alright, sorry. Which yeah. which spell was I casting? Locate object. There it is. Particularly, yeah, on the cage again to try to figure out in which direction. Right. So again, like the last time I'm describing or naming an object that is familiar to me, sensing the direction, and I have my forked twig in hand. Perfect. So as you, um, you know, you you cast your spell, you've got the um, forked twig in both of your little bunny paws and you've got your your eyes closed. Yeah. Your ears are down a little bit because you're really focused on like the feeling that you're getting from this forked twig and you're just kind yeah. of like spinning around in circles. You're trying to really hone in 
on the direction. And as you turn towards downfall, you get a ping, but it doesn't feel like Sir Tulliver's uh, location. It just feels like a, a blip on the map, so to speak. So you kind of skip it and you continue to come around and you're kind of facing back towards the direction of Tallamy Hill. And you you do get a, a bit of a, a ping again towards Tallamy Hill. And this time it is Sir Tulliver. So I start heading in that direction. Can I? Sure, if you like. I mean, that's up to okay. that's up to the group if you guys are all going to head in that direction or what you want to do there. What do you guys think? We have to give him the key. Get him out. Yeah. And yeah, we wanted to go find him. All right. So you guys head back towards Telemi Hill. Yep. Okay. With the raft. No problem the raft as the water is rising so you're rolling a little bit quicker just give me a quick second all right (sighs) okay so as you guys come through this time uh you go through this section of the swamp um that has a lot of taller like reeds and like swampy kind of plants that are very tall. And as you're passing through on your raft, um, you see uh, like you're kind of like in this patch of mist with all of the tall cattails and, and all of that kind of stuff. And you hear rustling in the vegetation kind of ahead of you. And as you continue to, to push through this particular area, because right now you guys are all focused on getting back towards Ptolemy Hill to figure out what's going on with Sir Tolliver and how he's able to move around so much. Um, and you come across a really strange sight. And just give me a quick second, because I want to show you guys what these things look like. I just got to find the thing. Um, okay, no, that's not what I want. Is it in the compendium? No. Journal. Yes. Hither. Handouts. This guy. Show to player. So you guys see this. It's going to come up on your screen here in a second. In the mist. Uh, show to everybody. Perfect. You guys see it on your Boy. So am I going to be also wearing my stilts? What the hell's happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on the raft, so... And, I mean, I have you left your... Have you been, like, dragging them with you? Or have you left them anywhere? Have you discarded them? Uh, I think they're I with me. I'm carry them for you. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I forgot to add them to my inventory. Oh, dear. And don't forget your bright purple trousers. Yeah. Yep. 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 Forget that. That is. I'm not going to put them now on because it's a lot. Yeah. Um, But these are the the things that you see. And uh, through the mist, 
Uh, you for sure see like three of them, but you're getting the um, feeling, the hunch, if you will, um, that there are at least two more. Uh-oh. And you can hear them talking. Are they bad guys? They have eggs. Yeah, they do have yeah. eggs. Um, you do hear them talking, and uh, they seem to be talking in, like, a guttural language. Uh, can we just be like, we have the Witch Light Monarch, <laughs> go away. <laughs> go away. That works. I mean, it might work. Hello. What, what language are they speaking in? Um... Give me an intelligence check, everybody. Um, uh, no, wait, hang on a second. Let me just have a quick look at your um, attributes. She only does uh, common and minotaur. Common and minotaur, okay. And she's don't think she's smart enough to know um, other languages. I think that, and I know that insight is usually to figure out if somebody is trying to fool you or not, but I think insight or... Gosh. History? I don't know. Uh, yeah, insider history, history which could be, do it too. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, insight is wisdom, and then intelligence is history. So, um, whichever one is higher for you, history or insight, give me that role. And this is just to see if you have come across anyone who spoke this language, uh, you know, in your life that you, so you could maybe perhaps identify as it, it as an object or not an object. Ooh, that feels funny. <laughs> voice. A six. A two. Nineteen. Hmm. Oh, brilliant. All right. So, uh, for everybody but Leem. Inspired. <laughs> Sorry, Leem. Um, but. Oh, it's very okay. Yeah. So everybody but Leem, you guys have heard this language before. Um, it's usually spoken by goblins exclusively. And uh, you did hear a few people in the Witchlight Carnival speaking in this language. And for Rain, you perhaps picked up a few words in Goblinoid because of all of the time that you spent with the carnival and all of the traveling that the carnival has done. Like you probably have picked up a word here and there. Like I can say cerveza in Spanish, but I don't know a lick of Spanish. You know what I mean? Like that kind yeah. of that kind of situation. Yeah. Um, so um, they, you do pick up like a word or two uh, that helps you identify the language as goblin. Does anyone no. speak goblin? No. no. Hello. <laughs> I said common. <laughs> no. Hi. Right. Let's go for regular. Um, one of them stops and turns and looks at you exactly the way that that picture is just kind of stops stands stock still ah. looks in your direction are we trespassing there's, can you maybe point us in the direction of Ptolemy Hill there's not really turn around yeah there's not really uh, a clear reaction from them but uh, the the one that stopped and looked at you has now turned around in the other direction and is looking at the the companions that you can see and is speaking feverishly in this guttural language and it turns back to you and goes eggs 
No, thank you. I'm not hungry. Eggs? I don't have any. Yeah, I don't think I have eggs. Huh. Oh, eggs. Eggs. I have rations. Didn't that count as an egg? Um. Kind of looks at, do you hold rations out? No. Okay. It's not an egg. Okay. Um, kind of like, again, looks between all of you and just goes, eggs? Uh oh, no eggs. Sorry, man. Her, I'll have one. You have an egg? No, I'll have one. Oh, you'll I'll have one. one. You'll take one. Okay. You'll have to give him something if you eat one of his eggs. True. Uh, Are you I so could give my trousers, my purple trousers. That's a good one. That is a good one. I like that. That's a good trade. Yeah. He'd actually look really good in them too. And I sort of like look, <laughs> look him up and down. I'm like, that would look You fantastic. would look great. So great. Okay, so um, describe how you explain to this goblin that you are attempting to trade trousers for some eggs. So I pull the trousers out and I kind of like take them, you know, like something that's been wrinkled for a bit. I take them and like I snap them into the air and show him, like hold them up. Although I think I'm quite like because I'm small. Uh, so I hand them over to Cypress. Cypress, do you mind holding these up? Because I think uh, you can hold them the full way. Here they are. <laughs> <laughs> and I point and I point to the eggs. And I'm like, what? and I show like one with my finger and then I point over to the pants and then I point at yeah at the still walker and I kind of try to do like charades like pointing so if I take one egg you can have these trousers and they would look great on you how's that so uh the still walker that's been eyeing you guys all uh points at the basket on the back points at the trousers points at himself and points at you Uh, whoa, you want to take me? No, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no bunny, no bunny. Uh, no. don't want And gestures again to the pants. Gestures oh, so you do like them. To an egg. Gestures to himself. And then yeah. gestures to you. Would I have learned the word trade throughout the carnival, which like carnival in this language? You know, um, it's, I mean, possibly. The nature of the carnival where they're like negotiating and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think you would probably, you would have probably like danced around the actual word for trade. Like I feel like buy would have been a word that you would have come across um, <clears throat> free, definitely. Um, that kind of stuff. I don't know that trade exactly uh, would have come up in the carnival. Because the carnival is a super sketchy place. So, well, um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that trade would be a word. Like, you probably know, like, stolen um, or uh, money, that kind of stuff. But I don't know that trade specifically would be a word. So he's still not getting it. Like, that I'm trying to trade this. Well, give me insight. Iris is still holding the pants and she like gives it a little shake, slowly shimmer. Yeah, definitely. Um, so a nine. So 
The reality of the situation, Apple, is that you and this stilt walker are actually saying the exact same thing. <laughs> okay. Amazing. But Perfect. There's okay. just there's just a level of misunderstanding between the two of you. So oh. so you're you're talking, he's gesturing. Does anybody you else lean into it? Yeah, if anybody else wants to do an insight to see if they can help in the situation, please yeah. go for it. I have minus one. Uh, yeah, plus two. Fifteen. Okay. <laughs> I am absorbed, absorbed oh. by the pants. You are. You are I'm, just doing your yeah. best Vanna White impression. You are trying to make these pants look like they are something special. Like, holy No, smoke. no, I've even lost focus on that. They're just shiny and... <laughs> no. Oh, that's great. Okay, so Rain, you're watching this happen back and forth, and you have seen people speak different languages try to get messages across to each other many times in the carnival. And uh, you're watching this happen, and you're like, okay, I know exactly what's going on here. She wants to trade the trousers for an egg. They want to trade an egg for trousers. <laughs> Everybody is so, saying the exact same thing. I step up. Yep. I actually bow, do a flourishing bow to mm -hmm. the goblin. Yep. And point to the egg. Yep. Point to the trousers at the same time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I cross arms. There you go. Yes. Perfect. And the, the uh, goblin, like one of the hand stilts that they have there takes one and kind of like thumps it on the ground like they're clapping. Deborah stomps a foot hoof. <laughs> and fold hand over hands. the trousers. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, and they trade you for an egg. Um, is there so the uh, these eggs are all different colors, um, and sizes. Uh, so I will let you decide what color and shape of egg you want. The sky is the limit. They could be polka dotted and four pounds if you want it to be. I see one that kind of looks jade color. I would love that. That one? Okay, that one in particular? No problem. So that's uh, that's the trade that you guys get. So put down a green egg in your inventory, either now or at the end, whenever you're by next time we play, whatever, and uh, take the purple trousers out, though you still have your stilts. You can do it right now. Yep. Perfect. What kind of egg, can I just ask, is it like a, a cooked egg or is it a dinosaur egg? Or we don't yeah, know it's, it's definitely... Yeah, it's just a green egg, and it's um, it's not cooked or anything like that. They're out collecting these eggs. Okay. From different stuff. So some poor, poor bird out there is missing an egg. Bird or, or reptile bird. or something, yeah. <laughs> a creature. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Just let me make a quick note. Halifax trades egg and trousers. A weird trade <gasps> with super weird goblins. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna do uh, like a a a, a, f a fashion montage with the goblin. Um, he immediately slides into these trousers and almost as quickly as the trousers are pulled on all of these flies and stuff that have been bothering him and, and hanging around him just go away oh 
So he like puts sticks the two in relief. <laughs> yeah, like takes the two hand uh, stilts and stomps them into the muck so they stay vertical. And he kind of like straightens his back out a little bit and gives a big sigh of relief nods at you all and then leans back over onto the hand stilts and the group of them continue to move through the muck in the swamp. That was delightful. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Thank you for the egg. And uh, looks over his shoulder as you've spoken and, and, you know, nods back and says a few words in that guttural language and continues on. Hopefully he didn't call you a Unlike sucker. <laughs> For trading pants for an egg. <laughs> oh boy. He probably Well, maybe. Do they wear pants? Well, they, they, one of them definitely does now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. He's going to be the coolest guy. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, no camouflage with bright purple, but he's into it. That's he's fine. pants guy. Yeah. Pants yeah. guy. Pants guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Pants guy. Uh, so you guys continue back towards Telemi Hill, and you come across that stream. And the last time that you guys crossed it, you weren't really paying a whole lot of attention. Um, But, you know, uh, things have been happening in the swamp and the water level uh, begins to drop again. And it leaves this stream that kind of cuts through the whole area. And, hang on a second, I need to roll another one of these guys. An eight. Oh, God, that's terrifying. Um, So this stream is about 10 feet wide. It's not very deep. And the stream flows from north to south on the map. So from like up high in the map to down low. Like that's kind of the way you guys are continually walking uphill if you're going north in the map. And... As you look down into the water, as you start to cross, you're going to catch a glimpse of a scene. And you're not going to like this scene, and I apologize for it. Um, But as you look down into the water as you're crossing the stream, you see rows and rows and rows of severed bullywug heads. And they're all impaled on spikes. But that's not the truly disturbing part of this vision. The truly disturbing disturbing part of this vision is that they seem to be chatting with each other. Good lord, right? Um, And as as soon as you see this vision and you take it in and you're taken aback by the horror and the gruesomeness and the brutality of the scene, it kind of washes down the stream. Whoa, this place is cursed. Weird. It was like a, uh, like a vision? Yeah. Oh, maybe like in the future. Yeah. Could be. Bad people. (laughs) (laughs) So as you guys get back to Telemi Hill, uh, your hiccuping has worn off. Uh, Perhaps it was your your focus on trying to communicate clearly and efficiently with the uh, goblins that you saw. In any case, your focus was shifted away from hiccups, and as happens with hiccups, as soon as you aren't paying attention to it, they seem to disappear. Um, What comes first, the leaving of the hiccups or not paying attention to them? Who knows? But regardless. And this time, Jingle Jangle is 
We're standing down at the bottom of the hill. And uh, Jingle Jangle uh, is very animated when she sees you guys walking towards the hill again. And as she starts to get very excited, all of the willow trees kind of gather around her and they all get very excited. So you just have a bunch of shaking trees and uh, standing smack in the middle of them all is Jingle Jangle with her jacket of keys. And you can actually hear the sound of the keys kind of jingling on her jacket as you guys approach. Jingle Jangle says, Jingle Jangle forgot to tell you something very important. And maybe you guys can do better than I did. She says, one time Jingle Jangle was very sad and Jingle Jangle went to downfall because she heard that Bavlorna would help and would grant wishes. I went because I was afraid of not having a key for a door and I didn't want to be afraid of locked doors anymore. So I went to Bavlorna and I asked her if she could help me. And she said, of course, she could help Jingle Jangle. What she did to Jingle Jangle was not very nice. Jingle Jangle is no longer afraid of locked doors, but Jingle Jangle always has to have keys. No matter what, lots of keys, so many keys all of the time. Jingle Jangle always has to add new keys to her collection, even. Is this a spell that we can help you get rid of? Jingle Jangle doesn't know what Bavlorna did but it was a mean trick. That sounds worse. Yeah. Those check just for anything like that. Arcada? See if I can identify what, uh, I'd suck at that. I feel sad for her. I want to help her. How can we help her? Truffles. 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 Yes. Jingle Jangle, Jingle Jangle wants truffles. Jingle Jangle had truffles and Herringons, brigands stole from Jingle Jangle. That's terrible. Right? We haven't gone there yet. We're looking for Sir Tolliver. He's uh, about this big and a cage this big. The cage you needed the key for, right? Yes. He's missing. Jingle Jangle hasn't seen him. But if Jingle Jangle does, Jingle Jangle will let you know. Okay. You've been very you, Jingle Jangle. You've been very nice to Jingle Jangle, and Jingle Jangle likes you a lot. Should we, we like Jingle key? Jangle. Should we leave the key here as I turn to the group? Probably. Jingle Jangle looks very confused. I mean He's moving I around. We don't know where he's gonna end up. Yeah. He was here earlier. Maybe we should yeah. hold on to it for that reason, though. Maybe he'll just appear where we are. We'll hang on to it then. Jingle Jangle thinks you should. Then we will. We will listen to Jingle Jangle. You know that uh, Sir Tolliver is not back not at Ptolemy Hill. <laughs> and um, you know that Jingle Jangle... Um, made a deal with Bavlorna that went bad for Jingle Jangle. So I guess the the last, the, the question I need an answer to right now is what part of this do you guys want to chase at this point? Because there's a few different ways that you could go. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we can why go we try to, and find... Why, why do we need... What's his face? Sir Tolliver? We agreed yeah, to free him. Where we, where we agreed to try to free him. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be more helpful if he was actually with us for us to do that. <laughs> yep. So we what's have, our second option? So, yeah, so out of character, mission-wise, we have get the truffles from the brigands' uh, tollway. Mm-hmm. That's that tree stump thing. Yep. And it seems like uh, Jingle Jangle wants to go to Downfall to deal with Bev Lorna, maybe. Mm-hmm. Definitely kind of leading you and, in that direction, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, the- and plus we had that vision about the talking Bollywags, yep. uh, Bollywogs, mm-hmm. which I think is part of Brigands' tollway. Because that's what Sir Tolliver was saying, life. that his his friend was out there, too. The Paul, uh, his friend. What's the purpose of going to get whatever it is for Brigand's Tollway? Uh, well, that one of the bad guys is there. The, the Brigand who stole from Jingle Jangle. And, and we want to get th- the stuff they stole back from, to give back yeah, to Jingle the truffles, the, the mushrooms. Yeah. For food. Let's go do that first. Okay. Alright. <clears throat> so... That actually, okay, so now that we have that decision made, that's probably a good place for us to stop because uh, we're going to run into, like, more travel as you guys head up towards uh, the Brigands' mm-hmm. Tollway. Um, so we'll pick up with uh, some travel in a couple of weeks. And okay. once we get to the Brigands' Tollway, then it's a hop, skip, and a jump. And uh, we're almost done with this chapter, if you can believe it. Have you guys been listening to the Vegas Table podcast? their side of it i'm I'm afraid for spoilers so i'm kind of yeah Yeah. and that's that's kind of so they they asked me the same question they were like should we be listening to the halifax podcast and i was (laughs) like yeah i'm going to leave that up to each of the tables to decide because i don't want to because i just don't want the spoilers i don't want i'd rather things be a surprise sure absolutely Uh, but i can tell you for sure uh that the halifax table because we started the campaign with you guys first uh you guys are like a smidge ahead of where they are um okay and because you guys are chasing the warlock stuff and they're chasing the lost things um i think there's parts of the story that are different enough that there shouldn't be too crazy of a spoiler. And if there is a major spoiler in the episode for that week, I will try to remember to send you a note to maybe skip that week. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to do it that way. But at this point, if you guys want to go back and, and listen to any of it, just so you can get familiar with players and characters and, and all of that kind of stuff, uh, feel free. The Vegas table has the same invite. As always, ladies, thank you so much for continuing to come to the table and continuing to deal with me dealing with Foundry, especially Aaron. Oh my God, <laughs> you're a goddess as far as I'm concerned. It's all good. It's um, all good. I'm going to send you a crown for Christmas, seriously. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, obviously we're, we're going to talk before two weeks goes by because I can't go two weeks without talking to you guys. Um, but uh, yeah, for now... This is Wizards and Wine signing off with the Halifax table. Uh, we hope that you are enjoying uh, this weird tilt on the Wild Beyond the Witchlight of playing through it with two tables who affect each other's storylines. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's interesting and it's been fun to run as a DM and and there's a, some different challenges and things that I need to pay, uh, give a little bit more foresight to than I normally would. So, uh, it's been a fun challenge and I'm, I'm really having fun. And, uh, once this big old crossover happens, uh, hopefully there'll be enough payoff that it'll be something that we're open to doing again in the future. 
Thank you so much for sticking with us. Remember to always carry a D20 and remember to always drink responsibly. And once again, this week, we want to introduce you to another uh, D&D podcast. It's another actual play podcast. They call themselves Attention Deficit and Hyperactive Dragons. Yes, ADHD. If you enjoy what you hear next, make sure you give their podcast a listen on your favorite podcasting platform and let them know Wizards and Wine sent you. Quiet on set. Action. Attention Deficit and Hyperactive Dragons, ADHD, is a real play D&D podcast following the events of four dumbasses and their friends trying their best to play a tabletop game. My name is Audrey and I play Velvet the Herringon Ranger, who is just as lovable as she is batshit crazy. My name is Caleb and I play Dr. Rosalind Rose Thompson, a bookish archaeologist with a taste for murder. I play Xylas Ramsbottom, a delightfully stuck-up high elf druid. And I'm Daniel, the dungeon master for this wonderful mess. Check us out if you want a roller coaster adventure, poor decisions, good storytelling, and an indiscriminate use of spells.